Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm your host, Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. Today's episode is all going to be about the origins of Mrs. Lunch Lady on the Sea of Thieves. So grab yourself a grog and enjoy the story. But before, actually, before we get to that, how's everyone do- doing? How's everyone's week been? You know, it's it's exciting that the weekend is almost here. <laughs> Put it that way. It's been a little busy, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm pretty pumped. You're um, ready for Friday. Yeah, and it's been rainy here, so I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, to have just a nice, calm, easygoing weekend. Hopefully, get some games in, maybe smoke some meat. And I don't know. You know, figure something out. But yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's been a long week. It has been a long week. Um, yeah, it's been a long week. <laughs> but we've been good here in the in the lunch house. Um, doing house housey things, house renovating things. It's been a long work week and oof, been looking forward to just the pod and the seas. There's a new update today. That's right. Um, and we got drops this week. Uh, too bad our viewers is going to come out after they start. Maybe look at the Monday drop. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, we do have drops. It's The season's not over, right? No, no, season's not over now. No, they no, just no. had an was, update. Yeah, it's just like a few fixes and stuff like that. Just the monthly update. I think one of the, I think one of the things they fixed I saw was uh, silent boarding. So, you know, you can like hold, like block with your sword or whatever while you're in the water then you kind of like you, you they won't hear you swimming up to the ladder or whatever like yeah they, they took that out i i heard that but boxy was talking on a stream today and he's like yeah they said they fixed it but i think like two out of the three times that he did it he said that it it works like it still was silent or a little still muffled in a way so maybe maybe not as good as it as it was but still it's still out there it sounds like and that it's it's such a weird thing because like is it fixed or is the people he's boarding just oblivious? True. Like, yeah, you can never tell. I mean, when you're going on, it sounds different. I think than when you're actually there. Obviously, yeah. maybe they enhance it on the ship. That's a good call. Let's get down to brass tacks, and that's you, Mrs. Lunch. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, go. 
Oh, oh, okay. I, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we're we're doing our deep dive series into into like our each of our origin stories with Sea of Thieves. Have you listened to last week's episode? You heard Anthony's origin story, how he has been around um, since long before day one, um, and. My journey into Sea of Thieves is not just my journey into Sea of Thieves, my journey into, like, the world of gaming. Almost, yeah, pretty much the world of gaming at all. Um, I hope that we will include some audio from the... Well, okay, I guess I should back up. So, Anthony and I met a few years ago, and he was very into video games, and asked, like, what experience I had playing video games... And at the time, I had played through a few Telltale games, um, which I really loved. Some of them I played through twice. I think I played through The Walking Dead twice, and I think I played through the Game of Thrones one twice. Um, so I wasn't, like, totally unfamiliar. I'd also, I also really loved Epic Mickey. Um, I think I'd played maybe Mario 3D World or no... It's a Mario game with lots of rainbows. And they, Mario 3D World sounds... Mario like Sunshine? Oh, yeah. Could it be Mario Sunshine? No. Mario Galaxy? Mario oh, Galaxy. Galaxy, yeah. That's what it was. Yep. Um, so... But but none of you know like I didn't I didn't actively game I didn't own Xbox a PlayStation any of it, um so yeah I think like we met and we started hanging out and I would like come over to her house to like chill and stuff and she was working from home at the time so while she was working I had a second Xbox so I was just like can I bring an Xbox over here just so like while you're working I can just you know maybe just play video games and shit and she was like that's fine and so I just brought an Xbox to her house. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, so this, I mean, this was, this was pre, this was pre COVID. So it was pre working from home a little bit, but, but, um, you, we had kind of loosely tossed around this idea of like recording me playing games and doing like a YouTube series of, of of somebody gaming who had never played video games or had had you know was very unfamiliar with video games um because that to me just sounds hilarious and i know myself well enough to know that like sometimes i am very like silly or overreactive when things like spook me and scare me and that's how video games make me feel like when i play video games i feel um, it's very hard for me to like remove myself from the fact that that's not reality. Uh, like, I don't think I could, I think you would be hard pressed to get me to try any of the like virtual reality games. I don't think I could do it. Um, so I thought it would be funny to watch me play video games and like get scared. Um, so was Sea of Thieves the first one we did? Yeah. Yeah. Sea of Thieves was the first one. Because that's all I really played it when I was at your house. Yeah. And I I also just want everyone to play Sea of Thieves, whether they play games or not. So I was just like, hey, you should try this pirate. Watch me play this pirate game. I'll make you – this is what I did. This is what I do. I did, I've done to my sister. I've done to my cousin Chris. Like, look, I'll make you a character and then uh, watch me play. And then uh, if you're interested, you have a character. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we did that. We went through the character builder and I made my pirate and, um, we, I don't know if we filmed the character build, but we filmed the, um, my first like sale. Yeah. Cause I, I had done some stuff with your character prior to you sailing because I, I remember you like I, I think you were just like my character is hideous i have no cool clothes so i'd like try to do some like voyages to get you some money so you can like buy some clothes and at the time sea of thieves did not have the um what do they call it the maiden voyage so i i did my first sale like with kind of without the maiden voyage with Anthony, I think telling me how to like work some of the controls. Anyway, this would be a great spot to insert some of that audio because this video is out there. It still exists. It is on YouTube and you can watch me play Sea of Thieves for the first time and freak out when I red seed my boat. Yeah, <laughs> she did. <laughs> no, you red seed your first sail. <laughs> Well, I red seed on my first sale because that's what Anthony does when he makes pe when he gets people to play Sea of Thieves for the first time is he doesn't tell them that there's an edge to the map. So I am not the only person that he has like stood aside and watched red seed themselves. Yeah, Talk I'll wait. I'll wait to see like where they're at on the map. I'll, like, I'll tell him, like, look for the thing, go over there. Oh, okay, it's right there. Yeah, if then like, just go west. Just go straight west, because I know it'll just take him to, like, the edge. <laughs> I say, Tuck, Tuck was going to do that to me the first time I sailed, and uh, we had we, we did, like, three gold hoarder vo vaults, and he was like, well, I usually do this, but I'm obviously not going to do this when we have three gold hoarder vaults. So, like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for not that initiating me in that way. There's a little teaser for next week's episode of Bill's first time on the seas. Whoa, yo! <laughs> I love that. Love teasers. Um, trailers, teaser trailers uh -huh. for movies. So anyway, you can watch that. You can watch me red sea my ship. I think that I played Sea of Thieves for the first time. If something is a sign. For an underwater monster or something. Oh, no, you're not going in the fog. You're going off the edge. What? 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 What does that mean? You got a water uh. Are you kidding me? I'm turning. I'm turning. And oh, October or November, and then probably did not pick it up again until we moved to Brecksville. So. April? I think I probably went four or five months between the my first play and becoming a regular. Yeah. Yeah, like you actually playing the game was once we got everything set up, yeah, in Brexville. Because it was just, I think it was just easier, you know. And maybe Anthony has a better recollection of this than me, but I don't know what motivated me to like, I'm gonna try this again. But I will say that I, like, I want to be good at gaming. Like, and I think it's just, like, it's always, like, it's a, it feels elusive to me. Like, it has evaded me. It's a skill that I don't have. It's something I didn't do as a kid. I never had game systems. I occasionally played, like, Sega at a friend's house. And then when I was a teenager, I played X-Men on GameCube. Uh, I remember, like, loving that game. But 
it's just but again at a friend's house like it's something that was not a part of my life and was, I, was it x-men was it x-men legends was it kind of like top down ish yeah it was like fighting on the streets maybe x-men legends i love x-men legends all right go on, continue <laughs> i just remember it was gamecube because she had a gamecube and i always thought that the gamecube looked really cool um it but, has a handle on it so you can take it to your friends right it's amazing brilliant i love the gamecube i miss my gamecube all right all right sorry um but so it wasn't it wasn't a part of my life so i like i think and i think you know it was important it was something that was important to anthony and at this point we had been together we had just moved in together we had been together for maybe like eight or nine months and i was like you know he's doing this thing all of the time and i want to like participate in this too and um i so i tried again and even with you know something that is was very true of sea of thieves for me at first like i was terrified of everything like i didn't want to fall in the water because i didn't want to feel like i was drowning i the sharks scared me even even to this day you will occasionally hear me scream when i get bit by a shark um the kraken scared me every single musical cue we heard i was like anthony what's that like i was terrified of that um it took me a really long time not to feel like jarred by those things I can understand you getting jarred by that stuff, though. Like, it still gets me, too, where I'll just be swimming, worrying about whatever the fight ahead, and then I get bit by a shark, and I literally let out a yelp, or one is coming at me, and I see it finally coming out of the water because I'm swimming on top. So I, I yeah. totally understand that. And they're scary. And, like, I I just have a fear of, like, dark water and things, like, coming out of the water at me. So it, like, played the, on that a little bit. But I think becoming more fluent with Sea of Thieves and, like, feeling less afraid of things in Sea of Thieves has also made me less afraid of things when we've tried other video games, too. Um, which I know is a little unrelated, but, like, we've tried other kind of more... The other games that lean more, like, into the horror category, and I've been okay. So, I'll talk about this later on, too, I think, in the, in the cast, but um, Sea Thieves came out with their new podcast, number four, and it's funny because one of their talking points in there is is called... Uh, galeophobia and that's a fear of sharks and i didn't realize that when we were playing with i think griftastic maybe yeah uh that's what he was afraid of now we finally i mean now i at least realize what that fear is called so there you go i actually put that 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 episode on um when i went to sleep last night so we usually put on a podcast but we we usually put on this podcast called sleep with me where it's just like a guy talks very gently and (laughs) <laughs> soothingly about nothing and kind of put you to sleep but every once in a while i'll put on you know something else and uh, we we're laying there and then i put it on and then after like a few minutes she like turned away and rolled to the other side of the bed and she was like i can't listen to this otherwise i'll stay up listening to it <laughs> well i can't listen to podcasts about see if these at night because it gets me like too excited like i'm like okay let's go play like yeah thinking about it right i have that problem with streamers too like watching streamers during the day if i watch a streamer in the background while i'm working during the day like once five o'clock hits i'm like okay time to game um it just like it just something clicks no 100 percent um but i when we played with griff it really reminded me of like my early playing of sea of thieves because i thought like I was I had the same fears and you know Sea of Thieves does have some things built in they they have that thing where like you automatically float 
Um, it, so there are some like things built in to help people who are who have like genuine fear of the water. But I also I think I just got over it like the more I did it and and I've also sort of learned just for myself personally like sometimes it helps if I focus on not the screen like if I'm feeling a little bit afraid but just like turn my eyes slightly to the left there's a wall or whatever like I just look at something else and I realize like this isn't real um but that's just my own me dealing with my own phobia hmm. I was yeah I was, I was playing sides so of realized I was playing a lot with haywire back then when we first got together yeah but i think so i think by the time that um i started playing regularly you and i played a little bit and then tuck joined us and um you know everybody hears us talk about tuck a lot but he is he is the fourth of our galley crew when we run a galley and um that was how we met him and then like we you know i've now developed a friendship with them and then through tuck we met Bill, Darkest Warhawk, and then that's how we've developed a friendship with him. So, Sea of Thieves is not just like it's it's also really developed relationships in our personal lives too, along with just like getting me excited about about gaming and being better at games. It really is a sea of friends. <laughs> hey, had to get the plug Ayo! in there. Zing. <laughs> All right. Um. So. I, um, after playing Sea of Thieves for a while and, you know, then Anthony and I trying some other games, uh, together too, I just really developed this appreciation for it because for me, it feels like a game that is kind of an equalizer in a way. There is... There are no better weapons, there are no better ships, there are no better clothes or armor of any kind. Like, you know, one of the first times I pop, like popped into Elder Scrolls, maybe, like, I had my ass handed me by a player who was, was like, just astronomically better. Like, and there's no, and there's no catching up, you know, I'm, I, I'm coming to Elder Scrolls. 10 15 years after its development i could have these numbers totally wrong but just to illustrate the point like i i, th I think elder scrolls has been out for like six years so eh, you're close i thought it was longer than that mm -mm. Oh. skyrim um, i think is the one that just came out for like the 10th anniversary or something yeah oh Sky like, skyrim came out 10 years ago but elder scrolls online which we were playing for a while yeah it's only like six six seven years old or something yeah but again to illustrate the point right like when you come into games like that like it feels very daunting to me because I look at that and I think there's no way I'm going to catch up to these people. Like by the time that I get on their level, they're even further along than they were when I popped into the game. Um, and Sea of Thieves didn't have that same, it didn't feel as intimidating. It didn't feel like it had that same like barrier to entry for me. I felt like all I have to do is get good. I don't have to have any, there's nothing in the game that's going to make me better than any other player. All I have to do is get good. And I think that that's, like, for me, that this type of game and games like this are really appealing to me because they're, like, skill builders. And I think 
maybe they're frustrating for others or and and frustrating for me at first too because like I really did have to hone these skills like it wasn't something that um I couldn't just mash buttons I can't I still can't just mash buttons and and mash my way through it like I really had to think about it and get a better handle on it and um I don't know. Anthony and I had this whole conversation one time about like the philosophy of Sea of Thieves. And I feel like I could go on and on about it forever because it is. Um... Teaser to a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a really interesting. Um... It's just it's just a really interesting game in that in that way, in that you have to develop these skills. No. And I, I 100% agree, and I think, I mean, when it comes to my turn, I think that's what I would talk about, too. I mean, that was my daunting point with joining Sea of Thieves. It's like, man, I'm, <laughs> this game's almost been on for three years. You know, I'm not going to, you know, be able to do anything. It's Everyone's going to have so much better equipment, blah, 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 and then come to find that, you know, they're just cosmetics. No, everyone is on the same playing field with hit, you know, hits and everything of that nature. Everything is set, you know, uh, at a at a level pace. So to your point, you just you decide your fate truly, and you have to get good um, to to steal your words, and and that's what I actually truly love about Sea of Thieves as well. Yeah, that's something that I you know I didn't talk on my episode, but uh, you know what also drew me to the game is because again, not not necessarily because of of like maybe like oh man, I've this guy these guys have been playing for three years, they have all the best gear, whatever, but more so for me, it was like. You know, my friends have been, you know, these, you know, I can play for as long as, you know, for two, three years. And then if I have someone join the game, they can play with me right away. As opposed to a game like, well, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, not so much anymore. But, you know, other, other, other level based, skill based games, mostly MMOs and stuff like Final Fantasy 14, you know, you have, you know, people doing you know level 50 dungeons and you're like i'm level two i'll see you in a week or two weeks however long i grind this you know the game to you know get up to your to your you know level but with sea of thieves it's not like that because there are no levels there are no skill gaps well as opposed to like the player skill but uh yeah no one no one wants to feel behind on anything from joining the game late and i think that's what makes it so special of a game that yeah you have catching up to do to get certain cosmetics or, or whatnot, but there's there's nothing that you can't just go right into the game and start off and, and complete. I mean, that's what's so wonderful about the sandbox effect of it, the open worldness where you sail and you can go in Red Sea the first time, or you can sail and, and take down you know, Ashen Lord. So it's it's a wonderful way that they implemented that. Yeah, you could jump into the game your first five minutes, go fight an Ashen Lord, and the only issues you'll really have is just knowing what to do you know you know as opposed to like oh he's too strong i can't fight him because i don't have any any anything to, to fight him with yeah totally and i think i mean like yes you do have to improve um to to be able to hold your own against other pirates but I, you know, my skills also could have stayed where they were within the first month or two, and I'd still probably have fun playing the game. I, I don't get me wrong. At first, there was a lot of like frustrations, and um, it feels it almost feels a little silly to like talk about a video game this way, um, because like 
I think, I think if I were to like tell my mom, like, man, I rage quit this video game tonight and went to bed in a bad mood. Like she'd kind of laugh at me, but like if, if for nothing else, hopefully I can normalize this for some other people or other people can, can write in and normalize it for me and go, yeah, I've been there too. Um, but like, there were moments that were really frustrating and I was like, fuck this. I'm never playing this game. I'm never playing another video game. Um, because I just couldn't do it. But like I, there was something very stubborn. I mean, I am a very stubborn person. I'm a Taurus, but like there was something very stubborn about me that was like, I have to get good. I have to get better at these people. I cannot even tell you the victory, like the victorious feeling. It felt like the first time I killed another player, like organically, genuinely, because of my own button pushing, like killed another player. I was so excited. I screamed so loud. No, that's that's what it's all about, right there. I mean, because you overcame yourself, you know, to to get to that point, and all the time that you put in to get to that. Like, you know, to your point, you're not you're not the greatest yet, but it's a it's a it's a a rung in the ladder, so to say. You can keep climbing up, obviously, and I think that's awesome. And I mean, love to hear like like uh, Mrs. said, you know, from from anybody else, but. I think that's just a gamer gamer life, gamer attitude. Like we all get frustrated because we know we can do better in ourselves and we know that, you know, we were so close or we've been grinding so hard to get something. And uh, I think I think a lot of gamers at least would understand and appreciate what you said about being frustrated. I mean, it's I think it's natural. Just how you deal with it, that's, that's where it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, I probably had some unhealthy ways of dealing with it at first, but... I, I mean, even I think even still, there are nights where we end up raging. But for the most part, um, if for the most part, it's motivation for me to keep going. That's all that matters. It's not about the gold; it's about the adventure. That's right. <laughs> that was my really bad Ramsey impression. <laughs> I got it. I kind of felt more like Doc Brown. <laughs> um. And I'll, I think what has, I, I, again, I think I could go on forever. I could talk about the specific like updates that I've loved or like what my favorite cosmetics are or some of my favorite adventures that we've had or whatever. But I think one thing I just want to touch on before, um, we kind of move on is that what has kept me around is that unlike other and when I say this, please understand that my knowledge is very limited. So I'm referring to the handful of games I've played, but other, unlike other open world games that I've played, I feel like, or, or not necessarily open world, but online in the sense that I'm playing against other, other players, other like real people. Um, this game is a different adventure every single day. Um, I will, I, one other game that I played quite a bit before I met Anthony was Plants vs. Zombies um, Garden Warfare. And I loved that game, but just like any other Battle Royale, it's, you know, they're Battle Royales. And I just didn't, like, like I feel like I can only do so many of those before I'm like, okay, this is repetitive. Um, and Sea of Thieves was the first time that I, like, didn't feel that it doesn't feel repetitive it doesn't feel redundant even if three days in a row all we do is merchant voyages it still wouldn't feel redundant to me because there's other things that are happening while uh, we play unless of course you're playing flameheart right yeah <laughs> i like flameheart you guys are the ones who don't like flameheart i am always down for naval 
that's the that's the one thing I've noticed with watching you play games that you've never played before or never seen or heard of before. There are lots of things in games like that get repetitive to you or that you just like don't understand why you can do it. Like you're just like, why yeah. can I why why can I do this? And I'm like, just because you can. And you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But well, with Skyrim the Skyrim is a great example. Yeah, that. like well, the first time she played Skyrim, she'd go around, she'd be like, pick up a bowl. She'd be like, what do I do with this bowl? And I'm like, well, you can put it down, or you can put it in your backpack, or you can sell it for like a gold. You could put it on that guy's head. And she's like, well, what about this bottle of wine? I'm like, you can put it in your backpack. You can drop it. You can sell it. You can drink it. And she's like, but what does it do? And I'm like, nothing. Nothing might get you drunk a little bit. Um, the cheese might give you one health. It's just you can just because you can. Well, but then with the repetitiveness, like we we played ESO for a few weeks, and it was just one of those things where we we you know, we start running dungeons and everything and. It's just that that gear grind. I felt like you're just like, but why am I going after the? You, I do the dungeon to get the piece of gear, but then I do the dungeon again to get the better piece of gear, and then I do the dungeon again to get the better piece of gear. Like, and you're unlocking, you know, uh, abilities and all this stuff while you level up. Okay, so I do this, and now I just have, you know, she's got the rotation down, and then she's like, so now I just do this rotation over and over again. Okay. Uh, I'm not get. I, I play ESO and I'm not getting good. I'm just mashing buttons. And maybe I'm, look, no offense. Maybe there is a skill to it. I'm sure that there is. But it's like with Sea of Thieves, I have noticed improvement. I can hold my own. Like ESO, I was fine at it from day one. It wasn't a challenge. It was just a grind, and I I didn't really understand the point of it. But then there have been other games that you've played that you've really, really, really enjoyed. Well, like a way out. Uh, well, and that's what I'll say is like, so the games that I probably played the most heavily prior to meeting you and playing Sea of Thieves were the Telltale games, which are, you know, in some cases, like kind of puzzles. Like you got to figure out how to move from one location to another. And yes, along the way, you're making decisions. Well, A Way Out is kind of like that, or It Takes Two is like that, or 12 Minutes is like that. I love puzzles. Um, and it's what I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, it's what I think made think me about think about Flameheart. E yeah. <laughs> my uh, galleons will overwhelm you <laughs> with puzzles. <laughs> with puzzles. <laughs> um, but no, like during ESO, like, or not ESO, Skyrim, I would pick these things up thinking like, well, this must do something because if you can pick something up in a Telltale game, it probably does something. Um, so I think that that's like the my limited exposure to games had had um, trained me to like think that way. Speaking of Skyrim, it came out again today. That's right. That it is also our up. most popular YouTube video. So if you do find yourself down a YouTube um, deep dive, like watching me play games, um, the Skyrim video is pretty good. Yeah, we we if you if you go to youtube.com/lastcallforlunch, um you can find a few videos of her playing video games for the first time, Sea of Thieves, Skyrim, uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um she did her first like multiplayer match in that game. Um and a, a few other ones. There's two Skyrim videos cuz they just get tons of views cuz people love people who love Skyrim love Skyrim. Um I I I do apologize for like the the lame cringy intros that I made. 
Um, oh, but I other like than that, them. the the videos are pretty good. What was that survival one we you did? You did a survival one too. Um, I forgot what it's called though. Shit, what was that game? I don't remember. You there's a plane crash and you're on an island. I love the game, but well, I won't spoil it. But I'll just say that the Call of Duty video is the best, and you have to watch all the way to the end. Yeah. Um. Viewership. But anyway, so that has been that has been. I feel like that was a pretty round story came full circle a little bit on sea of thieves where i started where where we are now yeah no i agree i think i think that was a wonderful job and i don't want to put you on the spot necessarily um or rehash (laughs) something we've already kind of talked about but i was it was crazy i was i was scrolling through reddit and came up on a sea of thieves uh post and I guess, again, I want you to kind of think about, you know, you being a, a, a woman, a girl gamer, um, you know, and, and what does that hold? What, you know, how do you hold yourself on your shoulders? Because I, I ran across a story on, on Reddit again where uh, a woman was joining an open crew. She helped them out. They just they took down Flameheart uh, and a few <laughs> other things. They had a bunch of supplies and all that. And then they didn't really know what they were going to do next. So she decided to get on voice chat and just kind of say... Hey, you know, what do you guys, what do you guys want to do next? And she just got so much hate from one of the crew members for being a woman and that he apparently quote unquote plays the game to get away from girls, that she should go back to apex or overwatch, you know, some other things like that. And the girl obviously was devastated because she or she is just like all of us wanting to game and, you know, get away from her, you know, normal life possibly, or just sit back and relax and it just kind of really hit me um and i i replied and let her know like hey you can sail with our crew anytime you know kind of thing we have a woman she's fierce as fuck uh you know they've got to kind of get away from the haters there but um and again not to rehash something a ghost story we've already kind of talked about in in a you know prior episode but do you have any other takes or or things for you that uh that you've used to maybe overcome or, or keep pushing through or how do you get through that that hater block I, well, I've all, like, I think that just mentally, this comes back to, like, stubbornness or, like, loving an underdog story. I like to be, um, I, I am motivated by being underestimated, if that makes sense. Um, and so I think that, like, that is just personal motivation to me that people underestimate my ability to do things and, um... (sighs) Sometimes that's myself too. Like sometimes that's me going, I'm never going to get this, you know, but like, um, I, and, and there is something, no offense guys, but there is something very satisfying about like a dude who thinks that he's better than you getting his ass handed to him by a girl. Like I, I love it. I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, just to your point, just the adversity and anything you do uh, with someone that, you know, puts you down no matter what it is um, to overcome that, I think is very special. And that's why I was curious. Cause I know, I know your attitude towards, it. I know it's, it's just, it's just a shitty thing. I think people need to grow up and, and get away. I mean, we, we, we joke, but it's a true thing about the sea of sea of friends. Um, but I think we all try to obviously hold ourselves to just be better gamers and, and we're all here to do the same thing and have fun. It's, you know, shed shed that hate somewhere else. You know, take it take it off the seas. Yeah. Um, well, 
and and like I said, I don't I don't know much about video games. I do I um had a friend a while back who was like a video game tester, and he was working on um I think it was called Left for Dead, and he told me about like a kind of a big like. And I don't know the details. It's very vague to me in my memory, but like a big like kerfuffle amongst the gaming community of like women being like targeted and like they would get like nasty hate messages or they would get like things sent to their house or death threats or whatever. And just thinking like, fuck those people. Like, I I just remember even that like motivating me before I even, you know, considered myself a gamer. Um, And so it's definitely a reality and it's something that, I have been fortunate enough to not see very much of, um, but it it's totally out there. And I think that like we have to break that a little. I mean, if if we're not living that, living the the goal of trying to break that, um, then we're not doing a good job. Amen. And again, I'll say it just like the last time. I think you're a coward, whoever you are, to say that shit over over the internet where you can hide. What would your mother think? Damn it! <laughs> I just like I I don't, I don't really I don't usually call people names, but I don't know why that like just that that quote of like I play video games to get away from like women. So why are you here in this video game with me? Like what a fucking loser. Yeah, like that's what's just it, like it the dumbest, me. stupidest, loseriest thing to say. Like, well, and the guy, it, like whoever it is, they just must be very, very sad. Right. And yeah, we we something. hope the best for you. Actually, we hope you get better. If you need anyone, come on the on the podcast. Right. <laughs> get some help, man. <laughs> get I'm, good. Get I'm good. Actually, uh, I'm actually a, uh, you know, a therapist. So. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got an emo for that in game. I'm a, I'm a professor of therapy studies at, at a college. So. Oh, my God. Just applied. Um, on another note, too, um, to kind of switch from that and, and, and going along with the, the gamer girl, gamer woman trend here, what is something, you know, we kind of talked about in the past, too, where it maybe not have been in, in the cast itself, but maybe just, you know, playing and streaming. But what is something that you wish would be in the game? Because I know you've kind of said in rare Sea of Thieves, I know you guys are obviously listening, so listen up even (laughs) tighter. But I don't think, and and you said in the past, uh, Mrs. Lunch Lady, that there's not enough necessarily out there that really attend to the women that play the game. Oh, 100%. What are your thoughts? I mean, I... I don't think women are well represented in see in in the cosmetics of Sea of Thieves. I, you know, it's which is really interesting to me because I do feel like women are well represented in the lore of Sea of Thieves. And that's what kind of blows my mind is like they've by no means left women out. Like they, you know, you have what Wanda and Wonda and then you have now Mariana. has yeah. replaced yeah, and, and then like Wild Rose, you've got Red Ruth, like They've they have evenly dispersed women on on the sides both good and bad of the lore of the sea and so I I feel incredibly underrepresented in the clothes and the hair and like I you know Anthony gets to try all these cool looks and try all these things that he likes and I'm like I get these ugly dresses come on man um, <laughs> also I well I think one of the things is because like I feel like every season pass is always like one new beard or mustache and like two hairstyles. 
And like my thing, I think I, I, I try to tell her, but like it's it now to the point where I say, it, and she's just like, shut up. <laughs> um, where I'm just like, I think they're going for like, you know, like anyone can wear this hairstyle. And she's like, no, I would never wear that hairstyle. And look, don't get me wrong. I love like a butch masculine lady moment. I love it, but it's not for me. I want gorgeous little Ariel, little mermaid windswept hair. Like, you know, that Ariel coming up out of the water on the rocks, like, giving all of us girls like Disney hashtag Disney hair goals. Like I want that hair in this game. I want to look, I, I want to look like a salty windswept angel. I mean, I couldn't say it better myself. I mean, to your point, <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say, that's probably like the God, best description, like a salty windswept angel. <laughs> I, I mean, don't think it... I'm asking for too much here. Rare. I really don't. Let's get it done. Rare. <laughs> oh my god that's so good before we go it's time for this week's boxy call yeah my galleons will overwhelm you <laughs> yeah um i was i was looking over the the patch notes real quick and just just a few a few quick things before we go so, uh, new game events. We got the Feast of Bounty starting November 22nd to the 29th. It's time for a harvest on the high seas with a Feast of Bounty. Fly the special event flag and join with other crews to prepare for the party before celebrating in style. Taking part in this event and completing challenges will reward players with the Feast of Bounty makeup, scar, tattoo, and flag, along with seasonal renown. So, if you're not at 100, you can, uh, you know start working on that shit because this season's over soon uh yeah, i gotta get on that train still i'm i think i'm like high 80s right now Oof. we'll get you i am we'll literally i am 99 boys it's gonna be rough though with this challenge starting the 22nd going through thanksgiving weekend it sounds like that uh, might be traveling of course go figure but we'll always see. it's really interesting um that this lines up with like the American holiday, even though Sea of Thieves is made in in England. Britain. Yeah, hmm. maybe they don't do Thanksgiving over there, or maybe they have a holiday, a similar holiday, but they just don't call it Thanksgiving. Well, like Canadian Thanksgiving yeah. already happened, right? Like it happens like late October, early November, something. So maybe they oh, have yeah. something similar. Maybe Let they us call know. Call it the Feast of Bounty. I don't know. Let us know if you're British. As uh, Dark said at the beginning of the episode, there are Twitch drops starting soon. Um, I'm, I think probably a day or two once this episode comes out, out of like the four or five days, whatever they're doing. Some new cosmetics in the Outpost, Red, Red Coat Grand Admiral set, and Legacy Event Cosmetics. So previous wars from the Fury of the Damned event have now been added to the Outpost shop. So if you never, if you didn't get that Wicker Web Tankard, Blunderbuss, or Cannons, or Figureheads, now is your time to work on some Fairy of the Damned stuff and get those. And then some gameplay improvements. Uh, what Outpost points of interest. When players explore the Outpost, they are now greeted with a subtle notification to confirm their location. So if you're wandering around Outpost and you get lost and confused and you don't realize you're in front of the Gold Hoarder Tent, now it'll tell you, Gold Hoarder Tent. That's actually kind of neat, I guess, to kind of help especially the newer players out. I did also see in the patch notes that they are now, supposedly they fixed it where you will always spawn in at an outpost, mm -hmm. which will be nice. You know, the rarity that it ever happened to us, but when it does, and we actually have to sail somewhere rather than supplying up and going, 
was you know a little bit of a hassle to start the game so glad they fixed that yeah here's a few i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna go through everything i'm just gonna go through like one more thing which is deep sea enemy encounters while swimming underwater players can still be ambushed by sirens but this now occurs less frequently when a crew encounters sirens in the open seas the limit on how many sirens will appear during the encounter has been significantly reduced so now no longer will you jump out at a shipwreck and then get attacked by 50 sirens which we is nice. shall see and i hope that that's actually true and then uh they took away the brig on the sloop and they put a, a bed so you know now you can take a nap while you're sailing solo or with a friend on the teeny tiny sloop i wonder why they did that i mean what you got, i mean the other ships have beds you can't well, do I anything guess... with the brig on a sloop so right you well that's can't true you cannot brig anybody i'm yeah. excited to see that yeah and i like to like if you're into like role playing in the game or, or just doing that kind of stuff in the game <laughs> you know what i mean you know what i mean if you if you no, if... i wasn't laughing i wasn't making a dirty joke i was laughing oh, God. I know now everyone's doing. thinking about it <laughs> I was laughing because I knew where you were going, that you like to pretend to take naps, and even the thought of that was silly to me. Oh, yeah, see your like to... off. See your friends is offline. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what Mr. and Mrs. Lunch do in their spare time. Oh, Ooh. my God. <laughs> <laughs> if the boats are rocking, don't come a-knocking. <laughs> that silent board does not work anymore. Oh, all right, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out and listening. We appreciate you so much. I always, I always do this. I always get fucking If you have tongue-tied. any comments, questions, or concerns, please don't have any concerns. You can reach out to us at... On Twitter at the Sea of Friends or email us at seaoffriendspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know a tall tale, something happened to you in the game. Tell us some things you want to, to see in the game. Tell us we're assholes, but don't do that because I'll block you. <laughs> we are always open to open criticism, but not seriously. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Actually, don't criticize us. We're all way too frail for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking artist. I can't take criticism. <laughs> It's subjective. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Until next week, I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Mrs. Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.